Hey everyone, this is our Midweek Leadership Podcast. We believe that as you listen to it, it is going to move your life forward. So get ready for an amazing message. A couple of minutes. How's everybody doing? You doing good? Awesome. Um, love those stories. Uh, I wanted to read a couple of scriptures and then um, just talk through a couple of ideas here. Um, this will probably be a sermon at some point, um, but it's not right now. It's just a talk. Uh, this is Luke chapter 9, verse 10. And uh, so Jesus, to give a little context here, Jesus is sending his, his disciples out. So they are becoming now apostles, even when Jesus is there. And so, um, so when the apostles returned, they told Jesus <clears throat> everything that they had done. Then he slipped quietly away with them toward the town of Bethsaida. But the crowds found out where he was going. They followed him, and he welcomed them and taught them about the kingdom of God. And he healed those who were sick. And late in the afternoon, the 12 disciples came to him and said, so notice at the beginning, they're called apostles. And then in the middle, they're called disciples. That's very important. Uh, and you kind of, sometimes maybe we can miss that. Send the crowds away. Uh, so they came to him and said, send the crowds away to nearby villages and farms so they can find food and lodging for the night. There is nothing to eat here in this remote place, but Jesus said, you feed them. But we only have five loaves of bread, two fish, they answered. Or are you expecting us to go and buy enough food for this whole crowd? So here's the, we know the story after this. Jesus does this huge miracle. Okay, uh, this is Luke chapter 10 verse 17, and then 19 and 20. Uh, so this is uh, Jesus sending out again the disciples. He said, when the 72 disciples returned, they joyfully reported to him, Lord, even the demons obeyed us when we used your name. And then Jesus later on says to them, look, I have given you authority <clears throat> over all the power of the enemy, and you can walk among snakes and scorpions and crush them. Nothing will injure you. But don't rejoice because evil spirits obey you. Rejoice because your names are registered in heaven. Awesome. Okay, so um, this is Matthew chapter 10, verse 8. This is Jesus talking to his disciples before he sends them out. He says, heal the sick, raise the dead, cure those with leprosy, and cast out demons. Give as freely as you have received. Don't take any money in your money belts, no gold, silver, or even copper coins. Don't carry a traveler's bag with a change of clothes and sandals or even a walking stick. So he's basically saying, you don't go with anything because it's going to be provided for you because God is going to do this thing as you walk out. Don't hesitate to accept hospitality because those who work deserve to be fed. Um... The reason I read all those uh, scriptures and, and, and want to draw uh, all them together is because I want us all to see that there is this moment where Jesus sends out apostles, the ones that are proclaiming who Jesus is, and, and what happened when they did that? What happened? They, many miracles happened. Like, they, right? Like, the disciples went out. And then they become apostles. Now they're ones proclaiming Jesus' name. And many miracles happen. They came back and they're like, we can't believe it. Like, even the demons did what we told them. 
because of your name. Like, we got to see healings. We got to see salvation. We got to see the kingdom of God move forward. This is amazing. Like, they're, they're telling Jesus all of these things like he didn't know that they were already going to happen anyway. But they're, like, so pumped that, wow, look at what happened in your name. And then something happens in that first piece of scripture that I was talking and we were reading through where all of a sudden they come back to Jesus and they say, send the crowds away. There's no food. And Jesus says, you feed them. And then they said, we don't have Jack. Or what, you want us to buy stuff for them? We don't have anything. And here's what I want you to see. That in leadership, there's something that a lot of us can step into when we're pushed into being the leader. But sometimes we forget who God's called us to be when we come back to a place where we're not the leader we're serving the leader. And so we forget the leader that we're supposed to be when we were out there on our own and all we had was Jesus and we had to really be that. But then when we come back, we slip back into this role where we forget the leader that we were when we were out there And Jesus told them, you go out there in my name, you do these things, and this stuff is going to happen. And then all of a sudden, they come back, and in a couple verses, forget that demons trembled when they said the name Jesus. In a couple verses, they forgot that people got healed when they prayed in the name of Jesus. In a couple verses, they forgot the leader that they were. Because they started coming back and saying, well, Jesus will do it. And I I want us all to know and all of us to see that the kingdom of God moves faster when all of us understand the leadership that we have inside of us because of who Jesus is inside of us. And it's not just one pastor and it's not just one worship leader and it's not just one really, uh, really awesome leader that has all these other talents. It is every single one of us stepping into the leadership that God has called us to lead. And if you start playing small and if you you start coming back and think, well, you know, they, they, they've got it. You know, they, they've got it together. It's okay. All of a sudden, the kingdom of God starts slowing down because you're not leading the way that you need to lead. The disciples, he, I'm wondering if Jesus is looking at the disciples and he's thinking, you just went out and saw miracle after miracle after miracle. What are you doing? Coming back to me and saying, lower the bar, send the people away. There's no thing that can happen here. And he looks at them and says you feed them you step into it I already told you that you can be the leader that you that I've called you to be you you feed them and I I think many of us don't understand that we don't just lead when we have to we got to lead at all points don't don't only lead when there's nobody else around Lead when everybody's around. 
Lead when, there's always, lead when there's a bunch of great leaders around. Don't be fooled and think, oh, they've got it. Yeah, we do got it, but we'd run faster if you got it with us. We, we, yeah, the church is going to move forward, but it'd move forward faster if you were running with us instead of us pulling you behind. And so it's so vital for all of us to understand the leadership that God has placed on the inside of us and not play small. It, it, like I would say this, uh, there, there was probably a different way that Pastor Carissa and Pastor Adrian led their week when they were preaching. I would think there was probably a different way that you led your week. Like you, you prayed different, you studied different, you, you knew that, okay, Sunday, ain't nobody else preaching, I'm preaching. So you, you got that together. What stops you from leading like that every week? What, what stops you? from having that kind of life when I'm back. And what would happen to our church if you were like that, if you were like that every week? What would happen? What what would happen when all of us would do that? Like it's it's not like uh, th- there are so many opportunities for us to be strong leaders even when there's other strong leaders around. Don't play small and think somebody else has got it. Oh, Jesus will take care of it. Jesus, and he looked at these disciples and said, you feed them. Uh, you can tell when you aren't leading when you start lowering the expectation. Send the people away. We don't have it. It won't work. We can't handle that. You cannot, you got to make sure that you keep the expectation high. Be the leaders that would come to Jesus and say, all we've got is this amount of bread and these fish. But you know what? We remember Jesus when you told us, go out and don't bring a money belt and don't bring any food. Don't even bring a change of clothes. Don't. And you know what we remember? We remember that we weren't wanting for anything. That at every moment, it, there was more than enough for us when we went out. So if that happened then, this can happen now. And so we're going to pray right now, Jesus. We're going to all pray that somehow, some way, there's a miracle that happened. I wonder what would happen in this moment i wonder if jesus would be like yeah this is what i was meaning when i sent you out this is what i wanted to see when i sent you out thank god that they got it when jesus left but i was wondering how important and how great it would be if we got it when jesus was there i'm i'm praying that our church gets this that it's that it's leadership that's not based on a personality and it's leadership that's not based on a couple people who are really talented but it's leadership based on the call of God on your life personally like God's called me to be a leader so so I'm going to step up I'm going to make sure see that that's why this when we pray all together and we come together and we pray 
This is why you hear so many people saying, amen, I believe that, I, I agree. I, there is power when a bunch of leaders come together and agree together in confidence instead of one person just praying and they've got their faith out there, but everybody else is just waiting to see what happens. It, there's power when, a, when, when everybody sees themselves as leaders, when everybody sees them. Also, understand this, that when you don't see yourself as a leader, not only do you sometimes lower the expectation, but sometimes you misinterpret the expectation. Because what the disciples then looked at Jesus and said, or do you want us to buy? We don't have any money. You want it? Notice what they said in that last scripture um, when he said, you feed them. And they said, but we only have five loaves of bread, two fish. And then they answered, or are you expecting us to go and buy enough food for the whole crowd? You start misinterpreting expectation. Jesus never said that. He just said, you feed them. But what they heard was, you buy it for them. That's not what Jesus said. And so, when, and so this happens with people sometimes. you got to understand when you're leading people, sometimes you start raising the expectation for them. And what they, you say, oh, I, I'd love for you to serve in this area. I think it would be so good for you to serve in this area. What they hear is you have to be here at 5 in the morning every day. And you don't, you don't have any time for your family. And you'll never have any time for this. And you'll never have any time for that. And then all of a sudden they're like, no, we can't ever do that. That is not what you said. But you got to understand that sometimes people misinterpret expectation. So be very clear of what, what you say and how you say it, because we want to make sure that we're pulling everybody in to this, this moment. Um, and, and then once you understand all of this, then you, you understand, okay, as a leader, God has entrusted me to move forward in this place and God is entrusting others to move forward with me. When that starts happening, when you get the unity of everybody moving forward together and start stepping out together, that's when the church moves forward fast. That's when the church moves forward fast. Because you start remembering, this is how it was when I was the only one there. And now that I have more people, I still want to live like that. I still want to live like that with that faith. I still want to believe like that. I still want to pray like that. I still want to prepare like that. You know, like this, Marty, who cares that Lacey's leading all the songs? You prepare like you're the worship leader. Like that, that that's how you lead. Like that, that's how you become, that, that's the leadership that we need in this church. At any moment, you might be the person up front or you might be the person in the very back, but that has no bearing on the faith and has no bearing on the belief that you should have as a leader. And so, because we, we've got to get away from position faith. Meaning like we're, we'll only have big faith and big, bold confidence when we're in a position. Like when I'm the leader. Like we, we all understand how deadly this is. Like be good parents before you're a parent. Be a good spouse before you're a spouse. 
be you know like like we understand this but there's so many times that we don't get this in church and we just think okay well well uh ben's here he's a pastor he'll take care of it and i'll tell you that just puts a cap on our church because there's only so many people that jess and i can lead we're not super superhuman people there is something so special when everybody sees themselves as a leader that God has entrusted and God has appointed and God has given you gifts and talents and things that our church needs. When you see that and you step into that, mm, church runs so fast. There's, there's something... Um, I've, I've experienced it Sometimes when, um, and we have it so many times in our church, uh, when you're talking, when you're preaching, and you almost feel like the people that you're talking to have almost more faith than you do. And so you're preaching, but they're like pulling it out of you. There's moments like that in our church. There's been moments where I like like that in different situations that I have uh, preached at at different um, churches, and it is phenomenal what God does when when people aren't just sitting back and watching and waiting for you to do something spectacular, but they're actually their their faith is ready. They're they feel like they're leaders already, and they're ready for what God wants to do, and they pull out of you and so us as leaders do not forget and do not shrink back be apostles not disciples that are just sitting there waiting for Jesus to do something awesome like be the ones that walk out and said Jesus gave me authority so I'm going to step into it not with pride not with you trying to make a name for yourself or anything like that, but with all humility, be the person that God's called you to be. Hey church, we hope this message has pushed you forward in your leadership and your relationship with God. We can't wait to see you this Sunday or in a connect group. Have an amazing week. We'll see you then.